are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we started in the other session talking about citizens of another world. We today as Christians, actually, I guess you could say it this way, we're citizens of two worlds. We live, we are actually present in this world, but we're citizens of heaven. We found that out in the scripture, and we related, I'll just, by way of a little bit of review, in John 14, 1, this morning, we talked about what Jesus said concerning, in my Father's house are many mansions, if it were not so, I would have told you, but he said, I go and prepare a place for you. The word mansions is the Greek word abodes. And we took off from that some parallels that would say some other things than what we normally heard concerning it. And I believe that by types and shadows that he's talking about in law of double reference, that you could never exhaust the truth of God's word. And I'm sure that there's some things in there that we haven't seen yet. But I believe that Jesus is talking about preparing a place for us in God through Christ And we talked about that extensively, how that the other scriptures bring that in, even in John 17, where Jesus prayed, and he said, I'm no more in this world. But Jesus was calling things that were not as though they were, and also he's speaking some things that actually relate to the fact that he said, I and my Father are one, so if the Father's in heaven, he's essentially there in the spirit realm. We talked about the fact that Jesus said, I and them and thou and me, that they may be perfect in one. And when you go through all of those scriptures that refer to that, you realize that it's something greater than what the human mind can actually comprehend because it has to be in the spirit realm. In the natural, it just cannot happen. You know, you can put two buckets in another bucket, and so you got three buckets, and they're all in each other, Kylie. I mean, there's two of them in the other bucket, but if you're going to get all three buckets in each other all at the same time, then you're going to have to get it out of the realm of the natural. And we likened water to that, that you could pour three buckets of water in one big bucket, and then it's all intermingled. Now, I want us to pick up on this here in Ephesians, the third chapter, and we'll start again with verse 14. And Paul is speaking, For this cause... I bow my knee to the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with all might by his Spirit in the inner man. Now notice he says the whole family in heaven and in earth. God sees us as all as one family. Now, the fact that Jesus said that there's no one ascended into heaven except the Son of Man that came down from heaven, which is in heaven, we know he's talking about heavenly things there, and he was talking to Nicodemus and saying to Nicodemus that if you don't understand earthly things that I tell you, how then would you understand heavenly things? And that's when he came out with this. He said, the Son of Man which is in heaven. So he's talking about some things in a language that's a little higher than where we normally talk. And this is why Jesus got in a lot of trouble in his ministry is because the people did not understand what he's saying. 
But he's talking about the fact that he and his father are one, and if his father's there, he's there. And if he's here on earth, then the father was with him. And he said, I and him, and he and me, and us and him, and and him and us. So when you get it all together, if it's possible in our human mind, it really gives some insight into it. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Now, you'll remember in the prayer in John 17 that Jesus said, The glory that thou hast given me, I have given them. And as thou hast sent me, so have I sent them. Now, quite often you'll hear people say, Well, you know, God doesn't need man, you know. We're just poor worms in the dust. God doesn't need us. But God uses humanity. We're his agents here on earth. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us, and the way he does that is through the believer. I really don't believe that you could scripturally prove that it's legal for Jesus, our God, to pray for us in heaven. But he can intercede for us through the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus dwells in each person, in the person of the Holy Spirit, and when God moves upon some individual to pray, in tongues for another individual halfway across the country, that is actually Jesus, in essence, interceding for them because it is the great Christ Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, moving through that individual in a supernatural way to pray about things that they don't know anything about in their head. And that's the way that Jesus, even though he is now seated in the heavenlies, can make intercession for us. When he was here on earth, he operated by the authority of a man. And I don't have time to go into that. Sometimes I get in trouble by (laughs) mentioning some of these things and don't have time to go into it because somebody on radio, they'll pick it up and say, well, you didn't explain that or they get the wrong idea. But we just simply don't have time to go into it right here. But Jesus operated in the authority of a man and God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and healing power. And he went about doing good and healing all that were pressed of the devil. But you notice after Jesus arose from the dead that he never healed another single person by ministering, by the laying on of hands or physically ministering to somebody, touching them. And the reason was because he had lost his right to operate as a man. See, God gave man dominion over this planet. And God started making covenants with man. So when Jesus was seated at the right hand of the Father after he arose from the dead, had his glorified body, then he had to delegate that authority that he operated in over to the body of Christ. It's recorded in the 28th chapter of Matthew and Mark 16 where he stood on the mountain and said, All power is given to me both in heaven and in earth. He said, Therefore, you go in my name. He delegated that authority back to the church. And then, of course, we read in Ephesians where Paul says to those that believe according to the work of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality, power, and might, and dominion and gave him to be the head of the church. He's the head, we're the body. So he delegated the authority back to the believers that had a physical flesh, blood, and bone body. It's important that we understand that our body gives us authority on this planet. You know, 
it doesn't take a whole lot of smarts to figure out that once you lose this body, you're not going to do anything on this planet. When this body gives up the ghost, you've got to leave this planet. But as long as we're here, we have authority just by the fact that God has created mankind and put him on the earth and gave him dominion and authority. Jesus operated in that authority. But when he ascended to the Father, after he arose from the dead, he was restored to his divine Godhead powers and all of his divine power and glory. And then he ascended to the Father, and he delegated that authority back to the church. That's why Paul says, now you are the body of Christ. And members in particular, each one of us are members in particular. And here in this prayer, in Ephesians, the third chapter, verse 17, says that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, and that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. That power is his word according to the word that works in you. We can't believe any further than we have knowledge of the word. You just simply can't believe something that you don't have knowledge of. But he says to be filled with the fullness of God. Now we talked about it in the other session where Paul said, you're the temple of the living God. And as God said, I will live in them and walk in them. God wants the body of Christ to be filled with the fullness of God. And then he goes on and says, Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. In other words, this covenant that God has established between himself and Jesus will last forever. We have a new covenant established on better promises Thank God Jesus is the guarantee that it'll work. He is the surety of the new covenant. That means the guarantee that it'll work. And thank God it'll work. Now, we're there in Ephesians. Let's just go on into the fourth chapter here and start with verse 4. There is one body, one spirit, even as you are called, and one hope of your calling. There is one body, one body of Christ, one spirit, which is the spirit of God, Even as ye are called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Now, the one baptism he's referring to here is being baptized into Christ. There are seven baptisms mentioned in the Bible. Now, sometimes people want to argue about this and say, well, there's only one baptism. And uh, Paul is simply referring to one here. There are seven baptisms mentioned in the Bible. But he's talking about being baptized into the body of Christ. One God, one Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. Now, there's always somebody trying to make a doctrine out of one verse of Scripture, or two verses of Scripture. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our book offer is book offer number 7504, 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority. Now, this is the same book that was called Authority in Three Worlds when it first came out. So if you have the book Authority in Three Worlds, you have this one. 
but we changed the name to Your Spiritual Authority because we felt it dealt more in line with what we talk about in this book, and we have a new cover on it. It's a 180-page paperback. It's $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. In this book, we talk about authority and the dominion that God gave mankind. Now, if you don't realize that God has given you authority, you're probably not going to operate in any of that authority. Let me read you some of the titles. Chapter 1 is Man Under Authority. God gave man dominion. Read Genesis chapter 1. In chapter 2, it's in his image. We're created in the image of God and his likeness. And then chapter number 3 is dominion through words. Now, if you don't understand that words is the way that you exercise dominion, you need to get insight into that because God has given us the authority to speak the word of God after him to change situations and circumstances. Whosoever shall say to the mountain or mountain of situation, be thou removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not in his heart, believe what he saith, and it'll come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Well, when you understand that, it'll help you. Remember, the book offer is 7504. It's called Your Spiritual Authority, 180-page paperback for $11 plus $4 postage and handling. That's a total of $15. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.